Welcome to Build with Blocks, a show centered around the micro action figures and brick-based construction sets of the Halo universe. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, and I'm joined by Tom Fishenden. Bravo 6, going dark. Matt Salvatore. Ahoy, ahoy. What the hell was that? <laughs> and a very special guest, Gabe from G Customs. Welcome, Gabe. Hello, everybody. I'm very happy Woo! to be here. On this episode, we are going to dig into the topic uh, of customization. Gabe is an expert on that aspect of the hobby and creates many, many wonderful creations of his own. So we're going to learn all about his background and uncover, you know, things that go into his process. Um, You know, we're going to have some, we'll have some great, for those of you on YouTube, some some great photos of all of his work. Um, So yeah, it'll be a really good conversation. Um, Maybe you get some tips on how to create your own um, create your own, I don't know, elites and, and banished and all that sort of fun well stuff. So of untapped information. <laughs> all right. So before we get into the main topic, uh, chat with Gabe, let's talk about what we've been doing on the on the block front, building or customizing or photography. You know, stop motion. We got we got it all here for you today. So this will be a fun roundabout, real quick. Um, I'm gonna go with Matt first. What have you been doing? Matt. Ooh, actually quite a bit. So this uh, this past week, I guess I went back to Walmart and mm-hmm. I got a couple more of the blind bag sets and I got a Combat Evolved Elite. I got the Grunt and then I got two of the Marines. So success. Yeah, very nice. And then I got, and then I got another Yellow Spartan. But anyway. And so you <laughs> found those at Walmart, you said? I did. I did. So okay. they're, they're back on the thing. And then I, a little off topic, but I was able to pick up the latest, I guess it's the Wonder Woman 1984 Lego yeah. set. Is oh, an awesome, it's an awesome build. I was very impressed with it. It's not too big, but it's got a lot of little play features, and the, the figures are good. Uh, Diana's helmet's really weird. I don't know what they were doing with that piece, but <laughs> okay, it's weird. That and then I picked up the, I had a bit of a Lego DC day, so I picked up the Lego DC Supervillains game. Yeah, uh, it's, it's fantastic, and it just makes me just makes me want so much to have a mega construct Halo mm. video game in that style. Mm. I think that'd be fantastic. So it's just a couple of things like that. Uh, hopefully, one day we get that. But those those Lego games, they're they're quite a bit of fun. Uh, they're they're daunting though. They got a quite a bit of work to do. Uh, you know, you got to find all those bricks and mini kits. Yeah. I just finished uh, Batman Arkham Knight, and you have to find all these like little riddles and it's just crazy so i'm not looking forward to going and finding everything but fun game and uh some pretty nice builds so that's pretty much what i've been doing there's like a million of those games too oh i know there's oh, a shout out to lego jurassic world yeah i was gonna say yeah, yeah there's a one of those i haven't played that one how good is it good i mean you're talking to a massive jurassic fan, <laughs> is it so good? yes yes is it's it good. good that game was made for tom they <laughs> made that literally just made it for him they did. I just wrote to them and I was like, guys, Joe, I'm a big fan. Do you fancy putting some dinosaurs in the game? And they were like, yeah, sure, we'll do that. <laughs> do <you> fancy? <laughs> Don't. I, everyone roasts me for using the word fancy. It's a normal British word, I swear. Do you fancy? I like it. Literally, so this is going completely off the rails, but um, I think our listeners will appreciate this. When I was over in Pittsburgh... All of my American friends laughed at me because we were going out for food. And a phrase that I said, which I thought was a perfectly normal phrase, was, we don't know where to eat. 
shall we take a wander and see what we fancy? And everyone lost it. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> a little, yeah, a little different. We don't say that here. here. They're, they're clearly not familiar with the BBC. My poor eloquent friend. <laughs> Now say shaken, not stirred, and then we can move on. Shaken. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. Come on. Here we go. Tom, why don't you take us out of this? Like, yeah. what have you been doing? What do you, what do you, what, besides, you know, dreaming about Jurassic World 2 for, for the Lego games? I was going to say, it's the third film, Colin. God. Um, <laughs> right. Well, I have been saving, actually. Um, so, obviously, um, I mentioned to you guys the UK release date for the sets um, from Halo Infinite was meant to be end of June. So it was kind of July 1st mm. on mm-hmm. the reset oh, nice. websites. And it's just bumped up to September uh, for release date. Uh, so uh. I, I, I don't know if that's what it's going to be or if they're just preemptively changing it until everything's locked down. Um, but I'm kind of taking this time to save some money for the sets primarily. So hopefully... Um, I can get them in hand fairly early on because I'd really like to do uh, obviously some video content on them. The video reviews like I've been doing for um, other stuff, but they're probably going to be more mm-hmm. traditional video reviews where it's longer format looking at the product properly. And uh, as you guys will know, I've also been talking to Ian about potentially doing some blog posts. Um, and part of that will be doing written reviews because I think yeah. there's a lot to be photos as well so i'm really kind of trying to save up um and get everything ready for that i was lucky i actually got a bonus at work this month because we've all been working from home and so yeah it it was cool we're really lucky with that um in that regard so i'm gonna put that in my savings and hopefully have that ready to go towards the sets when they release so that's it lots of trying not to buy dinosaurs so i actually have money (laughs) for halo stuff right yeah, we'll see. It's you know, there's so much speculation right now with Infinite, and um, maybe they're just moving it because they want, you know, the the final the reveal in July to to you know set the tone for everything. So who knows? But hopefully it's sooner than that. We'll we'll find out soon. Yeah. Um, Gabe, why don't you tell us what you've been doing um, in your free time and building and all that stuff? Uh, I have been influxed with a massive amount of commissions, so most of my free time is spent at my desk, either sculpting or painting. Um, But in between commissions that I'm making for uh, people that they've actually paid for, I'm starting to work on some secret projects, we'll call them, Mm -hmm. uh, leading up to and for after the Xbox presentation in July. I do have some oh. some very, very big plans uh, ready for when we get the next content drop from, from 343. But uh, I've, I've been going around to various targets looking for the Clash of the Rings packs, which is the latest mm-hmm. blind pack series. I'm just trying to army build a few more of the, um, the elites and the grunts because I do have some combat evolved uh customs that i look forward to making like elites um the grunts with the the little uh bump on their methane tank yeah I, i've just got a lot from combat evolved in mind but really I how mean, do you... most of my free time is just spent on on making more figures for the coming weeks how do you like those grunts compared to like the, how you can build the the back of it um, um compared to the previous version where it's just all one piece Right, so so how there's like the the two shells and then the methane yeah. canister. Um, I th- I mean I think it's a nice uh it's a nice detail. It works better for me 
in terms of painting because mm. now that it's not all one piece i can paint each one individually instead of having to paint around certain parts that but, makes sense um i'm still waiting for uh, mega to make the rest of the halo four grunts they've only ever given us a storm grunt when there's the three other variants that have been in the games since 2012 now so as much as i love the halo combat evolved grunts there is there's plenty of figures that i'm waiting for them to make yeah it's wild well, to say and we've talked about it before is there's so many figures that they've already released but there's they ha- there's so many more that they can you know it's just yeah. crazy how many different uh, how many different figures or how many different characters are out there in halo right <clears throat> well cool um so i'll give a quick overview i haven't done a whole lot I, we have started playing halo wars 2 for mission nice. so Ooh, and that's yeah. you know give me all the the mega constructs tie-ins all the the goodness that happens there still need <laughs> that blister back i uh, haven't gotten to the mission yet but um yeah there's uh there's lots of, of good stuff happening there we met atriox we met the banished good things are happening well bad things are happening but you know so you finally met your fine. favorite character I know it's taken so long, <laughs> but him, I'm telling you, Atriox and Palmer sitting in a tree. Who knows? I um, let's move on. <laughs> I uh, also recently, I haven't Ooh. been bought much, but today actually, I was let out of my cage and um, ran to ran to Target. I did. Fi- I finally found the Game of Thrones Iron Throne set on clearance. Nice. I'm for it to go on clearance because I already have one and I gave it to my kids and they already lost pieces. So this <laughs> one is for daddy. Um, and then I also did pick up, I picked up that hunter that you left, Matt, um, a couple weeks <laughs> ago. I did pick that up. I decided, You're welcome. Eh. there's one there. I was like, all right, I'll grab him. Is that and the, then I picked the up serpent hunter? The remnant hunter, the series oh, the, re- the Halo yeah, Heroes, yeah. Hunter. Nice. And then I also grabbed this Spartan Operator, mainly because I wanted another one yeah. of those. It's a Splazer, isn't it? What is in there? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a Spartan Laser. The one yeah. with the like, oh, little right. ULSC logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, I did pick up one of those too. Yeah, the, the detail on that Spartan Laser is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it really is. The the figure itself, like the colors are very bright, and I'm sure Gabe has made it look way better if he's got his hands <laughs> on it. But uh, um, I do have a couple sealed ones. Okay, yeah. So you gotta. It just it's just a little too bright for me, as we've talked about that and some other stuff. But the the detailing is very good. Yeah, a black so wash I, definitely helps helps out. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, to mute the colors a little bit. Absolutely. Gabe, so you let's need to open the hushed casket and show yeah. us that. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I might. Let's talk really quickly before we got, dive into more with Gabe about the Halo Heroes series. 12 that that is yeah. out there people have purchased them there are reviews out there by sal from halo fan for life so check that out shout out to sal. absolutely um yeah and and make sure to give him credit if you um if you do share those fit photos or any of those impressions because he deserves it he's he's putting in the hard work for us um what do we think about this series so we just the last episode we just talked about our dream series right and we we it wasn't in the whole you know how what we think is going to come next it was what we really want what you know probably will never happen but what we would want um but now we have a new series to talk about and so we'll probably do a separate video or a separate conversation to go through everything but i just want initial impressions from everybody yeah. so i'm going to go all the way back to matt what are your initial Ooh. impressions of these six figures that we have 
Well, I mean, I don't want to say that I called the Elite Ultra, and that's why we got one. But I mean, <laughs> that's probably it. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, um, I like it. I don't. I'm not in love with the the series. I think there's a couple of little things that uh, kind of pull me back. But for right now, the Ultra and the Banished Brute, at least that's what I think we're going with. Banished here sure. is yeah. phenomenal. The weapons look interesting. Um, do they Again, all I have like... new weapons besides the sniper? I, think um, I know the oh, brute does. I think they're all the, new weapons. The, the, no, the ultra has a re, uh, a repeater. Yeah, from plasma repeater oh, and sniper. Okay. Are yeah, which is a which is a a weapon that I think we should see more of because it's an awesome weapon in the especially looks awesome in the figures. But the ultra looks great. The only thing I would say would be I'm not a huge fan of the colors. It kind of kind of dull. Um, like I said mm-hmm. in the last episode, I like the white and the red design, but um, yeah. I still like the the armor design, but just the colors are a little kind of meh, but I mean, you know, Gabe can fix that for us, right? That's right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as I get it, that's the first thing I'm doing. Tom, what about you? My man. Um, I like how many new pieces we're getting. I like the Mega have fully committed to that. Uh, some designs have grown on me more than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a fan of some things, though. Mm-hmm. And that okay. is where I'll leave that, because we can go more in-depth another day. Okay. Sounds good. Gabe, what's your what's your taste of these things? I am absolutely in love with this entire lineup. Yeah, specifically, okay. Specifically the Mark Seven and the... Mm-hmm. Mark Seven. The, the the Mark Seven Spartan is definitely my favorite. Um, I, I just something about the armor. I think that's one of the most perfect representations of a Spartan that three four three has done yet. Um, nice. It's got a mix of reach and three and four and five. It just it looks great. But mm-hmm. uh, I definitely is it a new helmet? Seven. Um, yeah, it's a new helmet, back, chest, and shoulders. Oh, so it's new everything. Okay, cool. But um. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of the Mark Seven. Uh, both Halo Reach Spartans look great. The Recon and the Gunner. Um, the Brute is interesting, I suppose. I I'm waiting to learn more about where the Banished is in the universe. But, yeah. I mean, as a as a whole, I'm a really 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 big fan of the series. Nice. nice. Yeah, the brute is it looks it looks banished to me. Um, and then like it, the whole his chin hanging out, like I, it still <laughs> looks weird to me. I'm sure that's you know the art design of the new game and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, but it, that helmet just looks a little odd to me. So and maybe maybe they'll explain more in the game, or maybe that's just something that we'll get used to as we see more of the armor sets from the brutes. Well, but, something yeah. that's that's overlooked about that brute is that the head mold is actually entirely new it's not a halo wars 2 brute head mold mm, okay mm. Um, it, it's got more of a, a longer snout it's kind of more representation of, of like halo 3 halo reach style mm-hmm. and it's got oh, okay. ears, but uh, it's a new piece so i'm excited to see what they look like if if we see them yeah hmm. yeah absolutely i do i don't want to speculate too much but i do wonder if obviously that means maybe there's more reach stuff coming as well because i know i said that i would like that um but it would make sense and we do have a hint of reach here as well with the ultra um, Mm -hmm. and some of the spartan choices yeah yeah i'm um 
it's a it's a mix for me. I'm I I like I really like the marine. Um, I yeah. think the sniper. I like we have a female head. That, that's fantastic. Um, I'm disappointed that we don't have any named figures, but I feel like maybe somebody called that Tom. Maybe you called that that we wouldn't get them because um, yeah. you know it'd be, it'd be a spoiler, and and that that all makes sense. Um, but it, so not mm, a huge deal for me. Go ahead. It is a bit weird though because they have like I I kind of think it's a case of they don't want to do spoilers. I think they just kind of felt that they had to put the characters in the sets again like they did with the halo 5 wave so if mm-hmm. you remember when that came out it was like arbiter and chief in one set lock was in another set buck was in the scorpion and it feels like they might be going back to yeah. that format which is why chief's in the pelican and also the warthog that sure. is a very excellent point yeah. mm. but we yeah. haven't had a, a halo hero series without any named characters right this is the first one yeah yeah first one yeah ever. you're right so I guess that, that that's my only point is, you know, typically we get some name stuff, name figures, but maybe these are named and and we're just we just don't know them. I think that was some of the speculation <laughs> the that, warrior that Sal had. Character of <laughs> right. Yeah. He's the but true I, hero. I'm intrigued by the new look from the um the Ultra. Intrigued. So I want to see more of, of that kind of art style with with the uh the Sanghili. Um the Gunger, he just looks so beefy. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a beefy boy. He looks tough. So I, I'm in, I'm into that. The helmet is I've never I don't think I've ever picked that helmet for my own Spartan, but that, that one's growing on me. But um, yeah, I'm glad we. Oh, and then the the color. Um, you know, I think a lot of people on, on online have talked about it. My for, my initial reaction too was the color on the Spartan, the the Mark Six or Mark Seven, excuse me. How it's a different color. I think that we're just going to get some customization options in Infinite that feels yeah, like that that's what they're going nice. with. It's a so. bit bizarre, like, ju- just having one colored arm. It's very strange. I'm not sure if... I don't know. Because that... Obviously, again, I don't want to speculate too much because this would make for another episode. Mm-hmm. But that suggests to me that each individual armor piece could be colorable, which mm-hmm. would be very interesting. Which is back to Reach. Well, I think they've 343's talked about that, how, how the armor customization is going to be yeah. more similar to what they did in Reach. Well, I didn't recognize that Spartan because of his red arm. <laughs> it's uh it's actually c3po yeah i knew it oh, it's, it's confirmed it's master chief <laughs> <laughs> yeah this okay. is his new alma <laughs> oh man oh gosh uh the only thing i will say is it seems like you guys are pretty positive on the marine i was actually kind of disappointed with that oh, one because okay. for me and, and i have nothing against call of duty but she looks more like a call of duty soldier than mm-hmm, a halo yeah. soldier and I, that's the only kind of thing where that's the only thing where it kind of gives me like, ah, oh, it looks like a Call of Duty soldier. And I got nothing against Call of Duty, but, you know, Halo's better. So. I am not <laughs> a fan of the Marine at all, actually. Oh, okay. uh, I know I said I love the whole series, but the least favorite is the Marine. I don't like the Is it the camo? No, no, the camo's amazing, actually. Yeah. The camo's incredible, but it's just, it, there's so much, um, there's so much debate about the how mega sizes their figures sure, like yeah. how most people think brutes are too small which they are or how <laughs> um marines are just as tall as spartans and, and everything um i and now call of duty figures are taller than halo figures uh due to their legs and the torso and now that yeah. one marine in the series is taller than all spartan figures it, mm-hmm. it's, it's not very cool of duty odd. legs though what'd you it, say yeah 
Yeah, in Sal's review, he says that the ankles are articulated and the Call of Duty legs don't have a ankle articulation. So I they think do, they actually. might still be in scale. Oh, they do at the boot, but they've not done feet with articulation. Well, not all well, Halo might, figures yeah, are articulated right. on the feet. You might be right about that. Yeah. Keys, Keys has uh, Keys like, is, yeah. Yeah, Keys has got, Keys has got shoes. The only... Mm-hmm. Because um, I've got one literally on my right. The There's only Halsey. Call of Duty boots that have... No, Halsey doesn't, but that was before they started doing them as removable at all. Um, yeah, the only Call of Duty ones that are movable are the boots where they're, like, not tucked in. So... Right. I'm holding on to the hope that it may be like they may have somehow managed to shrink it down because I, I know what you're saying. It is definitely the same knee pad sculpt, but I'm hoping that they've somehow like managed to change the lower part of the leg to incorporate that because it's pretty silly if they haven't. And that was me finding a nice <laughs> way to phrase that then. Yeah. I would be yeah. very frustrated if these Marines are now completely out of scale with every other figure that we've got in the lineup to this point, it just, yeah, that, that it makes Sal, sense. Sal did a comparison uh, shot of the Mark seven, which was awesome to next to the Marine. And I mean, she's quite obviously taller. And when oh, you look at the other Marines that they've shown that are going to come in the warthog, they use the exact same yeah. leg mold that the female does. And it just makes me worry that now, all of these oh, no. Marines are going to be out of place when put next to other ones. No. Unless they're re- and, and I doubt they're doing this. Unless they're rescaling everything with new releases, but I again I doubt they're doing that. If so. they did, they would have done the Spartans in this line. They would have uh, scaled yeah. the Spartans up too. That's a good point. All right, so enough on that. That's, those are some initial impressions. We'll we'll dig deeper when we actually get our hands on stuff. But again, shout out to Sal from Halo Fan for Life for all that hard work and, and getting Big some good images and pictures um, uh, or impressions for us. So, yeah, let's dive into Gabe now. So um, hey. let's get to know Gabe. We're going to do – I, I want to know your history with Halo. So you obviously do cr- uh, custom creations, and the best place to find your work is Instagram. Is that right? Yes, uh, that's originally where I made my my first ever page as sort of a portfolio for my my figures, but it's now where I post every figure. I try to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, but definitely most of my fan base is there, but I do also have a Twitter where I, I try to frequent and post additional photos. And that's uh, G Customs Creations. Yep, um, uh, after you know after the hashtag of Instagram, so. So go check that out and follow along, really. If if you're um you know if you're listening to us on on your computer or wherever else, you know, go check that out and see what see what he's done because there's some really really good stuff in in there. But but I do want to start with Halo because we always start with, you know, what's your history with Halo? I'm interested. You know, did you play the games early? Did you just pick up the figures? I've talked to collectors that that only do the figures because they thought they were cool yeah. looking and they never played the games. So what's kind of what's your background? My earliest memory of Halo was um what what year did uh halo 3 come out that was 2007 right seven yep yeah Yeah, 2007 christmas day my older brother had gotten the uh halo 3 uh edition of the xbox 360 oh nice and i remember all day long i sat next to him as he played uh on sand trap and he gave me, he pulled the, the unplugged controller thing where he let me <laughs> pretend I was playing with him. But um, How that, old were you? Do you remember? Time. Oh, wow. Uh, 2007, I would have been, <laughs> I suppose I would have been uh, six. Okay. So you're uh, old I'm, enough to pull, to know what you're doing, like playing a game. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a relatively young member of the of the Halo community. At least that's what most people tell me. Like I never, I never had the chance to grow up playing Combat Evolved or Halo Two, but I do well, remember yeah, yes. right. strongly playing Halo Three all the time with my brother. Um, I think it was around 2012 when Halo Four released. Is when my dad had got me my first Xbox 360 for myself when I moved in with him. It was the nice. Uh, Halo 4 limited edition Xbox, actually, with the lights and sounds and everything. Oh, cool. Um, so I got Halo 4 right as it came out, and I played that every day after school. And then I think the first time that I was actually able to go to like a midnight release was for Halo 5. I was 13. Yeah. And, uh, I went with my other brother, Alex, and we went into a GameStop and bought it together, and we played for hours and hours and hours uh, i think it was a you know it was one of an all-nighter kind of thing but but you had to pass um, the controller right in halo 5 uh right 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 which is a bummer but yeah um that's awesome so have you played them all i played all the games or have you just played yeah. the major releases play, i've played every single halo game there is to date except nice. for uh it's one of the rts i can't remember if it's it's not spartan strike it's the uh it's the other one well it's so, so- no, Spartan Assault was the one that's on Xbox. Spartan Strike is the one that's only on PC and tablet. It's oh, the one with okay, the orange so I, Spartan. Right. So I guess I've played uh, Spartan Assault then, but I haven't I haven't gotten the chance to play the other one. But I have played all the, the main titles from nice. from one to five. How about lore wise? Are you into the books and stuff too or Yeah. I've got a very expansive collection of all of the books and comics. Uh, actually uh, I, I did go to Outpost this past summer, and I yeah. got uh, Halo the graphic novel signed by Steve Downs and Jen Taylor. That's a good um, one. Nice. So it's one of my prized possessions now. But nice. I do. I mean, I am fully immersed in Halo. I mean, I I immediately was addicted to it from the first day I started playing with my brother. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I've, I've talked about my history before. It didn't grab me right away. Um, I was a little bit older and I was more into, you know, other types of games. But once I once I did, it does. it's amazing how the universe, because you realize how how vast it is and uh, there's right. so many different ways to absorb it. And, and it's and it's not it's not as um, I don't know, prevalent as Star Wars. Right. It's like Star Wars is all over the place. You get so much Star Wars oh, yeah, stuff. Of course, they've been around since what, the, the 70s? Yeah, yeah, but there, there's just there is more of Star Wars just kind of out there. It's more in the in the I guess pop culture spotlight all the time. Um, yeah. So you tell somebody Star Wars, you know, or Halo, they're probably that isn't a fan of gaming at all. They're going to be more familiar with Star Wars. So it is. It's still kind of a little bit of a, um, I don't know, a little bit of a niche from a like a, a science fiction standpoint, right? So, uh, I could uh, agree to that to a point. I think, I mean, I'm, I think it's impressive even, uh, let's see, Halo came out in 2001. Um, yeah. I think in 20 years, uh, it's amazing that it has taken such a, a strong hold in gaming. Like a, if you see a picture of an energy sword, I feel like most people immediately know what that's from. That's from Halo. They, yeah. they might yeah. not know what it is, but they'll be like, oh, that's Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it has grown quite a lot and i'm glad that it it is the face of xbox because it's an amazing series <clears throat> so talk about um the so you know we obviously are f- focused on you know the the action uh, the micro action figures and building stuff how did you get into that hobby to begin with are you a lego guy from back in the day or um, I, when did I you was. start getting to do it 
when I was really <laughs> young, I had Lego. And uh, the same brother I was talking about who, who got Halo 3, that same Christmas, he had gotten the Arctic Warthog, which yeah. came with two Red Spartans, a Ghost, and a, a blue Halo Wars Elite. Mm-hmm. Um, and about after, you know, maybe a month later, he didn't want it anymore. And he, because he was 16, 17, and I was only yep. seven or eight by this point. And he gave it to me. And um, only playing with Lego, you know, you've got the... I don't even know if you would call them like the hinge shoulders and then you've got the hinged. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at one of these, I mean, you got ball joint legs, ball joint shoulders, hinged elbows, hinged knees. You can pose yeah. the head. It was just something about when I got that first figure, it was amazing to me. And then every, every holiday from the moment I got that one was always, can I get Halo mega blocks? Can I get the, yeah. the, the Wolverine or the short sword or something? And nice. Um, Oh, I, I amassed a collection extremely quickly. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I think right now I'm sitting around 1.6, 1.7 thousand figures. What? Whoa. Get out of here. <laughs> I've got a pretty, yeah, it is expansive. So do you, how, how do you even keep track of that many? <laughs> uh, I have, oh goodness, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. So I've got 42 organized containers. Wow. So they're nice. all are they all unique <laughs> or are they just total number of of figures? Um if we're speaking unique, mm-hmm. I'd say around uh, let's say seven, eight hundred. Yeah. I mean, yeah about that's... half of them are unique figures. The other ones are, mm-hmm. are either customs or doubles or something. <clears throat> Do we know does, is there a number? Do we know how many unique figures are have been created? If you went on the Mega Constructs website and went to Halo to look at their catalog, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a way to find that out. They don't have them all on there, though. the same number Gabe's got, I'd reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. There are a few I am missing that I, I'm desperate to get after, but uh, I'm not sure what the exact number of, like, released official figures there are. Um, yeah. I'd Somebody it around that. a thousand, at least. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Sad, yeah. Now. There's a, a local collector, I mentioned him before, the one that I split the big lot with. He he and his son are very close to having them all. Um, I haven't asked him how what the total number is, but yeah, I would say it's it's edging up to a thousand, there's no doubt. Ooh, is yeah. that uh j- just out of curiosity, is that Bovi? N- yes. Yeah. Thomas you know Bovi. Yeah. yeah. I'm friends with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah very nice. great guy. Um awesome. So let's see let's talk about um when did you start customizing then? So you, you figured out this crazy, awesome articulation, you know, how it's, you know, we, we yeah, all think uh, it's better than Lego, but once you had that in your hands, you know, you were still young. When did you start to play around with the way that they looked? It was a couple years after, um, so my dad, my stepmother and I had moved a few hours away into a different town and every day before school, uh, my dad was a security guard and he would go to work and I would wait up for the bus. And this is actually, uh, it's how I met um, Sal, actually, was I oh, used yeah. to read his blog when I was little. I used mm-hmm. to read it every day before school. And at some point, I had seen a picture of a figure that I knew wasn't official. And I was really confused. So I went on Google Images and I looked up like, you know, like painted Halo figures. And I was I was dropped into this world of possibilities that were, well, infinite. 
I mean, you could just do, there were so many people that had made so many different figures that looked incredible. And I wanted to do that. I saw that and was like, oh my gosh, I could make, you know, any figure I want. Did you have an artistic I, background though? Like before when you yeah, were looking my, at that? So were you doing stuff in school, like art class, or were you doing stuff on your dad, own at home? My dad, uh, my dad was Marine for 20 years. And when he got out, he got uh, an art degree and he's always, I mean, he can paint, he can draw right now. He has his own page uh, where he does, um, he works with ink to recreate comic covers on canvas, but he's, he's always been um, amazing in his artistic abilities. And he's taught me, you know, ever since I was young, how to be creative in that way. So he had given me some acrylic paints that uh, I took back to my room and I just started, you know, sloppily just putting it all over my figures. <laughs> right. Um, I kept doing it and kept doing it and I did it. I'm sure. I mean, without exaggeration, I think I did it every day for at least three years. Cool. Um, it just, it just became my new favorite hobby. I would do it all the time. Yeah. So would you um, redo the same figure or in like take off the paint or would you just kind of, the ones that you had from your collection try uh, to if customize. I had doubles, I would only paint doubles. I would never paint a figure that I didn't have more than one of just because mm-hmm. I, didn't oh, nice. wanna, you know, I didn't want to lose that part of the collection. Yeah. But um, my parents were nice enough that they, <laughs> I was never short on figures. If I ever needed something, they yeah. were happy <laughs> to supply me with that. They were some blind packs. Doing something. Um, but they knew you were doing, they were doing this. So they're encouraging you, encouraging you to be creative. Oh yeah. My, my dad, since the very beginning has always, I mean, he's been amazed seeing the progress from, from then to now, but he's always been happy with me doing this. Cool. Nice. I'm interested. Do you still have any of the original ones that you painted like way back when? (laughs) I do. They are in a bag, in a vault at the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) They're chipped and they're lumpy. But yeah, I I have pictures. Uh, I actually, when I was young, um, I got my dad to record me and I would do reviews on YouTube of my custom figures. So somewhere in the archives, there are old YouTube videos of 12 year old me reviewing my first ever custom (laughs) figures. That's so cool. You need to send us a picture so we can show it. I definitely, I will. Nice. Cool. Matt, do you have any thoughts, any questions for Gabe right away? Well, I just the, the idea of of customizing figures is so neat because obviously, did you want to maybe make it look a little more game accurate, or did you just want to have fun yes. and maybe put them in a different color? So game yeah, accurate that, was your goal. That was immediately what I went for. I was never really about like you know I could paint it all different kinds of colors, but I'd always want to see how realistic compared nice. to the game I could get it. Mm-hmm. So. Um... I guess is that from like just uh like the color of their armor, the way their armor looks, like what specifically about that um, kind of um, drove you? Trying to think of uh of like an example. So like with the original Halo Wars Spartans, uh-huh. uh, like a green or a red one, um, I looked at Chief from Halo Legends, mm-hmm. and I like repainted one olive green, and then I put the one one seven on his chest and all that. I just tried, nice. I don't know, I mean, I just tried to see, like, what it, what you know, if there were characters made already or something, Yeah. Uh, I would try to recreate it. I do remember one specific one that my dad was a really big fan of. It was a High Counselor Elite from Halo 2. 
which really? obviously they've ma- they still haven't made. But I had taken cardboard and cut it to the shape of the helmet, and I put oh. it on the figure, and then I painted it, and it it <laughs> it looked goofy, but I was happy with it. That's cool. Matt, but I remember mm-hmm. that. I think Do you? is that is that I'm sure you've shared that one. That was an old articulation version of it, wasn't it? Yep, it was posted on. Because I remember. I remember being so mind blown that it was cobbled, because I like my brain was instantly like, "What happens if you drop it?" Like, <laughs> and cardboard can bend. Yeah, it's one of the most reliable materials I've ever used. <laughs> That's pretty neat, though, that you your your goal was to kind of personalize the universe. Because uh, one of the main critiques I've always had of Mega Blocks is that originally it was just generic Spartan two or Marine, yeah. and as they went on, they personalized. It. And that's really awesome. That even then, you were like, I need to make a Master Chief. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one yeah. of the top characters, and until 2013, we didn't get uh, an official. Master Chief character. I think the first yep. one was released with the cryotube set. Is that but right? Until, yeah. Oh, I wow. thought it was Forward yeah. Unto Dawn. Uh, a cryotube was released prior to Forward Unto Dawn, I believe. Oh, okay. I know which one you guys are series. So, yeah, they're both right around the same uh, time window, but yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, same year. I have a feeling that the Pax Hog came with an official named Chief. Um, just because I know that that was an arbiter as well, so I have a feeling that that Spartan two might have you, been. You might be right about named. that. Actually, I forgot. Yeah. Hog. Just because mm-hmm. I've got that figure kicking around and it's got some slightly different paint schemes on it. There's like more black undersuit on the sides. Yeah, it's so like they definitely did all of it. Yeah. That's one what? set that I've never been able to locate, and I I so desperately want it. Yeah. And it makes sense that we didn't get Chief until then because, you know, we've talked about Halo Wars is the 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 launch of this and then Reach came out around there. So there and there wasn't a Chief until, you know, Halo 4 um in in like an active game. So that's yeah, interesting that's true, that they didn't even give us one just because Chief is the guy, right? Yeah, cuz Megablox they originally their their first partnership license with uh Bungie and Halo was for Halo Wars, which obviously never had Chief involved. So I guess it does make sense that until, you know, Halo 4 released, then mm-hmm. they actually had a reason to make him relevant in the series again. Yeah. Well, what what was the first personalized figure? Was it Chief? Oh, wow. It was Cortana. Uh, the, first, the first one I ever did was... Oh, wow. That was probably Emil, actually. Oh, nice. It, nice. was, it was a few years after Halo Reach released that I took an EVA, a Halo 3 EVA Spartan and I sculpted out of toothpicks. I chopped up a toothpick and I made the 55mm grenades and I painted <laughs> oh. it silver and I painted the skull on his face and then I said it was Emil. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's cool. Good but shot, though. Matt, you're saying what, what is the first official character that they released from a Mega Construct standpoint? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, that go ahead Tom, you... no tom you you probably you probably know this <laughs> um i i think it was cortana in the season four blind bags you're right I, yeah you i don't are. think we had anyone before then interesting mm. but that would have been right around right around halo 4 right or not um well, that early. was right around reach i think oh or so before it was reach. Reach. they're in reach interesting okay yeah yeah no yeah it was before reach because they're 
the series five blind bags introduced the grenadier sculpt um so yeah it was right around like that kind of gap between halo 3 and reach and uh, the series four blind packs had uh cortana halo 3 combat elite um, yeah yeah it was probably 2000 what 2011 2010 yeah that sounds right to me yeah i think you're right i think it's bottom with 11 that's reach was 2010 so just right around that window yeah yeah interesting yeah because they always took a while to get stuff out afterwards which is why i'm sure a lot of the reach toys like came out that summer alongside the blind bags that then had yeah man i'm going right down memory lane here well, let's bring it back to to Gabe and like your we the the customization process that you have now. So we've talked a little bit about you know how you cobble together things when you were younger and learned from that experience. But what do you what's your process now when you're when you're set out to create a new figure? Um, are you creating them? I guess you you've mentioned commissions, so um, people are approaching you and saying, "Hey, I need one of these." Um, yeah. Are you doing are you doing all commissions? Are you doing also like creating things that you think people will want then? Oh, um, oh yeah. I definitely okay. do both. Um, I've done, I guess probably around like three, 400 uh, individual commissions, but people, it's a good mix of uh, people that want like official character. Well, you know, non-official official characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, then people, uh, one of my most popular actually is like people doing their in-game character from either Halo Reach or Halo 4. Oh, that's neat. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely I make I do make characters in hopes not just for people to you know that want them, but uh-huh. uh, in case you know Mega hasn't made something like my most recent Artas Vadum figure from Halo Three. I think I posted that back yeah. in March. Yeah, that does, was yeah. one that I've just always wanted to see from Mega, and they finally released a Halo Three Elite mold. So I, I went ahead and I made that one. Um, the process to making them is definitely, it's definitely evolved over the years. I think mm-hmm. when I was younger, I started by using like apple barrel acrylic paints and there was this clay that you had to bake to harden. Okay. Um, and, and since then, uh, I also, the paint brand I used was Tester's Enamels. Uh, it was just, it was the quickest one I could find. So I went from acrylic to testers enamel and then i only stopped using testers enamel about three three and a half years ago when i upgraded to uh citadel acrylics and now i use citadel army painter and model master acrylics so i'm a i'm entirely acrylics based now and what i sculpt with is a product called green stuff really heard of it but you you take um it's a it's a putty that you take one part blue to one part yellow and you mix it until it's green and then you have about an hour of work time with it until it cures and it hardens okay that's fascinating you can can paint it you can carve it you can cast it i mean you can do pretty much anything with it it's an amazing material to work with have you done any video of yourself sorry have you done any video of yourself customizing this stuff uh not since i was 12 okay (laughs) i've I've definitely thought about it um i want to make some tutorials that's probably one of the biggest questions i get uh on my on my pages is do you have a youtube channel or will you do youtube tutorials and i i've been looking into getting a camera or a a stand of some sort that way i can actually you know fulfill that question for a Mm -hmm. bunch of people because i would love to show people how i actually go about um, creating these figures it's a lot of fun and i'd like to help people if they ever want to try it themselves yeah 
And Matt, did you have a question? Yeah, going back to the the molding clay, what's the weight like on that? Is it heavy, or would you, what would you consider it? Oh, no, not at all. I mean, when I – so I'm trying to think of, like, one of my heaviest sculpted figures would probably be um, one of my reach elites, like a field marshal. Uh, yeah. Chest, mm-hmm. helmet, thighs, forearms, everything on it is sculpted. And it it's the exact same as a normal figure. I mean, you can't – there's virtually no difference. That's uh, awesome. It's extremely lightweight, uh, but it's it's very sturdy. Yeah. So the the paints that you said you mentioned are they and I and I've my artistic skills are just they are they're suppressed right like I, I right. In, in high school <laughs> I did some art and I could have gone down the art path but I just and I just haven't haven't done anything you know for the last probably twenty years really um, but are the paints that you use are they um, top of the line or are they just the ones that you find are the best for doing the minifigures i would say in the miniature painting community with you know which i guess is is bigger now um citadel is definitely one of the like top quality paints i mean Mm it's a really really good uh in my personal experience always stays on hardly ever like rubs off at all which was the problem with enamels that caused me to upgrade um Mm -hmm. enamels over time erode the plastic um with acrylics they're made for miniature painting so they go on even they go on smooth and they they look perfect okay so there is a difference in like yeah. the quality the price point all that sort of stuff and the paint oh, they yeah, use definitely i think a single pot of uh citadel paint is roughly four dollars four or five dollars mm-hmm. depending on the color or the size sure and the testers and animals were like a dollar a piece. So uh, it's a little more expensive, but with expense mm-hmm. does come quality of the work that I can make now. So yeah. if you if you were going to make me a custom Mickey, I'm okay. sure you've done those. Like what's <laughs> t- take us through take us through a custom Mickey. OK, um, custom Mickey. Another question I do get asked is if part color matters, because obviously Mega makes a lot of figures in different plastics so you'll have a red odst or a blue odst or a brown Mm. odst the plastic color has absolutely no meaning every piece makes the same so you could give me a a completely mixed up figure and it'll come out looking immaculate once it's painted it's no matter at all uh for a mickey i'd probably start with a base odst um, now, Mega has made an official Mickey only ever released once in one signature series that was out for maybe six or seven months. It's an extremely mm-hmm. rare figure, but they did use the shoulder and the helmet mold over again. So either I locate those or if I can't, uh, they're extremely easy to sculpt. But at the base, I would start with an ODST. I would paint it in gray. Then I would apply the red details that he has on his shoulders, chest, helmet. Do you take his armor off first? I I disassemble all figures and I paint them on kind of like donor bodies. Just, you know, ones I don't care if they get paint on them or not. Okay. And then after the pieces are painted, I I reassemble them. Oh, nice. But I probably do, you know, the base gray and red. Apply black. Seal it once. I use a spray sealant. That way all the paint is is safe and it won't scratch off and I can paint over it again if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, then I probably apply smaller fine details like uh, any buckles that are in silver, 
any finer black details along the visor. Um, I have actually, uh, I'm not sure if you, if you notice in game, but on all of alpha nine, uh, along the left side of their chest, they have Mark one, one, seven written in white. And oh. those are some fine details that I, that I hand paint. Um, Interesting. I didn't notice I'd, that. I'd probably finish the figure with a matte coat just because, uh, in Halo, so from Halo 1 to Halo Reach, most of the games have a very dry, weathered, rustic look. And mm-hmm. it's not until you get to Halo 4 and Halo 5 that Spartans take on a more glossy and clean look. So I'd probably mm-hmm. do a, a, a matte spray, that way it looks dry. And then I'd do a black wash and then a dark tone to bring out the details and the, the mold of the figure. How about the Ooh. visor? Do you, how much time do you spend on that? Uh, on the figure as a whole or just on the visor just the visor i'm saying like because you uh, know just... we've we've talked about um visor colors and outlines and all that sort of stuff um do you how much do you treat that piece of the armor i think visors are they're a pretty significant part of a figure i mean i do always try to make sure that the visors um in some cases it's better to contrast with the uh, armor colors uh, and some better mm-hmm. in some cases it's better for it to to you know to pair well but um i have certain dedicated uh metallic colors that i use mm-hmm. so like again with your mickey i'd probably use a gloss dark blue so mm-hmm. that makes the, the kind of the little sheen that odsts have very cool i feel like uh tom's got a couple questions that keep cutting him off <laughs> right up, i've been trying to i'm really conscious that i have a bad habit of talking over people so i'm trying really hard to like get in there not do it and very just get in time. when i can um so i was interested when it comes to obviously sculpting additional parts like i know it's something we've spoken a lot about in our messages anyway gabe um yeah. but how do you go about scaling them because obviously mega have got their parts predefined so how do you then get it into that scale that they've got for their figures yeah you really just gotta eyeball it <laughs> i mean it, it really is just just for me i mean i put the green stuff on I shape it to the basic dimensions of whatever I would be sculpting. And then I yeah. cut off the access and then I sculpt all the, the, the fine defining details of that piece. And okay. I put it on the figure and if it looks the right size, then it, it goes on to paint. Oh, wicked. But I mean, cool. I guess really it's, it's just eyeballing it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the best part comes from that style. Yeah, um. there's, no, there's no real way for me to, to measure it or to to accurately size it to everything yeah. else right but, um because you know mega they've got hell they can size it down from the games themselves where they get the models but <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I do try my best to make sure that everything is is uniform and looks the proper scale cool um and then i was gonna ask when it comes to obviously source material do you have like I don't know, an archive on your computer where you've got loads of reference images saved, or do you just pull things up as and when you need them? Like, how um, do you go about that whole process? So, so like, right now I'm working on roughly six, seven different named characters from the cool. Halo universe. Uh, so on my phone, I have tons of images saved in my photos, but I also have uh, multiple pages pulled up with uh, pictures of each uh, each character as I, as I need them, so... Yeah. Uh, whenever I work on one, I, you know, I just go to my photos and I pull up whatever angle I need, or I go in game 
and either with a co-op partner or in theater mode, I just fly around and I take uh, screenshots on my Xbox and pull them up that way. Yeah, that's a good way of doing that. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna ask real quick. Um, the back to the painting thing. How do you deal with like the the layer of paint? Like before it starts to, I don't know, overtake the detailing of the plastic mold. How 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 difficult is that? Because that's something that I would worry about. Is like I would probably just clump on the paint, and then you wouldn't oh, be able okay. to see so you the mean, armor so anymore. Like if, the, if the paint is thick or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Citadels, luckily are most of them in my experience are extremely thin already um Mm. if one is a little too thick since they're acrylics you just add a couple drops of water mix it around and it's nice and thin and it runs very smooth um most citadel colors they cover pretty easily in one coat uh yellows lighter blues or lighter greens you may have to use a couple of coats that way you can actually cover the the under original color of the under armor but um uh, like I said, I mean, most of Citadel paints are pretty smooth, so they go on. You can see all of the detail uh, immediately as you're applying. That way you know what exactly you're painting. So the quality of the product that you're using makes a big difference. Cool. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to, obviously, not just sculpting, but painting as well, obviously, um, throughout the different Halo mediums, there's different art styles. So you've got Halo Legends, for example, which is very, very different to the video games. Right. Um, and I know you touched on, obviously, using almost slightly more desaturated tones for the first few games. But I'm interested, do you ever get the opportunity to do stuff that's even more stylized, like if it's exaggerated sculpting or exaggerated paint highlights as part of the kind of commissions that you're doing? I have never gotten a commission for anything from Halo Legends Actually, I now that I'm thinking about that, I've never actually had somebody commission me anything from Halo Legends. Um, if you take something into account like the duel, that's done in, yeah. a, in a very unique, almost like a watercolor Japanese mm-hmm. art style. If I were to yeah. try and put that on a figure, I'd likely just do it as if it was from the game. I, I don't think okay. there's really a, a, a safe way that would make sense of me customizing a figure to look like that style um i mean most things i treat them as they're they come from the games uh if it's concept art or something something that doesn't look exactly like how it does in the game i do my best to be faithful to the original idea but if it comes down to how it would affect uh, the final product or the stability of the figure if i had to sculpt something i you know likely i'll just make it how it looks uh, from the game that's closest to the original design. No, oh, cool. That makes sense. Then it kind of sits in with everything else as well. Well, yeah. um, I think I'm done interrogating you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple other questions, Matt. You got anything before I jump in? Yeah, no, go for it, man. Um, so what's and I'm looking through your Instagram, um, your Instagram oh, nice. feed, your page. What's been the most difficult custom? Oh goodness. I see somebody with like some stripes in his pants. <laughs> his armor that looks like that oh, was tough. But looking, is it white and purple? Uh, it's an orange Spartan. He's got uh, some horizontal stripes. Body. Yeah, that's Ubernick's figure. I, I'm okay. not sure if you're familiar with any of the Halo YouTubers, but um, that's a figure that I had actually made as a gift for Ubernick. Oh, nice. Um, it's a Halo 5 armor. 
Um, those surprisingly aren't that difficult. Like painting for me is extremely easy comparatively speaking to sculpting. Okay. Like if, if you look at, I'm not sure if you can find it while you're looking, but, um, my original halo reach elite minor mega okay. constructs has never made a new articulation halo reach elite. So mm. I had to hand sculpt all of the armor on that figure and I had to keep it. I had to make sure that it looked like it does in the game, but also looks like a, a figure. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say definitely Halo Reach Elites are some of the toughest figures for me to sculpt. Uh, they're just, they're so, there's nothing that looks close to them that Mega has produced. Sure. Because I, you know, if I'm going to sculpt something, I do use a base. So like I'll take a, um, you know, I'll take a base chest piece. And if I'm going to sculpt onto it, I'll sand it down that way I can sculpt onto it and it, it looks uniform, but um, mega has never made anything that looks even close to a halo reach elite. So everything I just have to hand sculpt and mm -hmm. hope, hope that it looks good. Um, it, so yeah, it's probably the hardest figure is probably any of my halo reach elites mm. or I guess um, there's a few like armor configurations that are a little hard to work with, like Pathfinder. Yeah. Pathfinder has so many odd angles; they're extremely <laughs> difficult to paint around. Sure. What about um, what's what are you most proud of? Um, what's what's what have you created? Maybe something that's on your shelf or something that you have commissioned that you've been like, yeah, that's the one right there. <laughs> uh, right. So, so it's got a bit of a story with it. Uh, I'll try not to take too much time, but yeah. the figure I am most proud of is a figure I made for uh, 343 community manager, uh, John Junishek, or Unishek. Yeah, no, nice. Unishek. Um, mm -hmm. I made him his in-game Halo 5 character, which was a white Photos Spartan on a gunner yeah. body. And along with that, I hand-painted a fire unicorn skin assault rifle. Okay. So when I went to Philadelphia for Halo Outpost, uh, it was after one of the first panels where I think Steve and Jen had gone up and they did a story, like a storyboard reading or like a, a script reading. Um, and I walked up to John and I said, Hey, I'm G customs. Um, prior to this, uh, he had seen it. He had reposted it on his personal Instagram on his Twitter. Um, actually it was the first figure I'd ever gotten featured in a halo spotlight. Oh, nice. Yeah. As soon as it got featured, I think in that, that single night I gained around three to 400 followers on my page. Ooh. I mean, that figure, it skyrocketed everything that I do. I mean, it completely changed everything for me. Mm -hmm. So when I, so when I had met John, um, you know, I shook his hand, we talked for a little bit and I said, Hey, I actually, I brought something with, with me to give to you. And I, I showed him the figure and he lost his mind over it. And I remember after the Outpost event, I came home and uh, a few weeks later, he had sent me a message around midnight because I guess he's in Washington. Mm -hmm. And he sent me pictures and showed me that he had put that figure in the Halo Museum in its own display case. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Nice. I think my, my most proud moment is saying being able to say that I actually have two figures in the Halo Museum at the 343 headquarters. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah. Very cool, man. Um, Congrats, too. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's thank great. You. I lost my mind. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it means you do good work, which is great. Yeah. 
What um, let's talk about what we what we want from Mega. So what what have they produced or what what haven't they produced that you want specifically, Gabe? Whether is there armor type or maybe a figure or you know what do you what are you kind of waiting for? Oh wow. Um, <laughs> if there's something, so I definitely want them to make a Halo Three brute chieftain. They've made mm-hmm. minors, majors, yes. captains, bodyguards, but they have yet to make a brute chieftain in super articulation, which I would I would die for. Yeah. I would love to have one of those figures. Plus um, scales. Probably uh, finally giving us a Kelly figure from Halo Legends. They made mm-hmm. Red, they made Chief, but we've never gotten Kelly, which mm, is a little yeah. puzzling to me. Um, but a, a, a nice, uh, a cool detail that I can throw in here about, you know, armors we want. Uh, within the last two years, I've partnered with a friend in Germany. His name is Benedict. And yeah. we work together to uh, 3D model and produce parts Mega has not. Oh, so okay. If you, if you take a nice. quick look on my page... Uh, I think we've made over 64 different helmets, such as Halo mm-hmm. Reach Pilot, uh, CQB. We've made Halo Legends, um, the Kelly. We've made her helmet, which is actually on a figure I'm posting next week. Uh, we've nice. made Hayabusa. I mean, there's a lot of things that Mega hasn't made that we took it upon ourselves to uh, 3D model. And they're printable and they're purchasable, actually, if you ever want them uh, for yourself. But... I would definitely say my my top want from Mega officially is a brute chieftain. That would really that would seal the deal on on Halo Three brutes. I'd be happy would, with that. Would it need to be scaled? Um, I, we all dream of having brutes that are proper scaled <laughs> compared to Marines and Spartans, but yeah. I don't see them doing it. Of course, they would have to rework so many things, which would be extremely expensive. I have to imagine. Speaking of scale, yeah. do you do any six six inch figures or anything larger than the minifigures? Or have I you have done before. in the past? Okay. Uh, I've I've been commissioned to do a couple of McFarland figures before. Oh wow. Uh, those are already detailed. Yeah, I don't post those on my page just because I try to keep it um, strictly Halo Mega Construct focused. Right. But mm. um yeah, I mean I've worked I've worked with all kinds of things. Model cars, uh, hot wheels, six inch figures. Know. I've done <laughs> I've done a lot. That's fantastic. Um did you just while we're on the topic of it did you want to shout out where people can get a hold of benedict's products as well um just so people are aware if they're looking to get some extra custom bits and bobs uh if if anybody that's listening is interested in in trying to view or they're interested in purchasing any of the 3d products that we've come up with uh you can go to his instagram handle at bthal underscore manticree and you click the link in his bio, and it'll take you directly to his shop, where we have all of the 3D modeled products, and they're available for purchase from uh, Shapeways. Very cool. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, man, I'm just lost in your uh, Instagram page right now. <laughs> <laughs> just... It's a good place to spend some time. It is. Let it all kind of seep in, you know? It's just, I appreciate it. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> it's very good. Um, any other thoughts, guys? Anything else you want to throw Gabe's way? Or Gabe, do you have any questions for us? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I do have a question. Uh, yeah. hey, has there up? ever been a time where you're, you know, working on a figure and you messed it up and then you found a way to actually oh. kind of like bring it around and make it look better? Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
Or uh, have you ever had a nightmare story? Do you have one of those? Yes. <laughs> like yes. you're almost done and then it breaks or something? Yeah. I, I have one specific story. There was Ooh, a figure I was making. Um, I can't remember what the name of the armor is. It was an elite. I think it was my first time trying to sculpt an elite zealot from Halo Reach. Yeah. And I oh, got I gotta get the, I've gotten all the sculpting done on the helmet. The body was done, painted, it was sealed. The last thing I had to finish was the helmet. And uh, I was turning it over and it had slipped and my thumb smashed all of the sculpting I had did and complete oh. there was just a big thumbprint on the top oh. of the helmet and I had to completely restart. And oh, it, no. it broke my heart because it looked oh. so good the first time. Uh, but I guess it gave me some more practice. So you know, <laughs> yeah. try to make the best out of it. Yeah, that's a good bright side. How long does it typically take you to do a full custom? Maybe like, a, I don't know. Definitely uh, yeah, an, on average. On, on average, um, I guess. So like with painted figures, if it's no sculpting whatsoever, it's just painting a figure, I can knock it out including drying times probably an hour or two um, oh that's if quick it's, if it's sculpting a figure uh the sculpting material takes around eight to 12 hours to fully dry and cure so i have mm -hmm. to wait all that time before i can paint it so sculpted figures can take up to a week at a time or longer if if that's what it requires but but it's just because um, you're letting things dry right like you're yeah, not, yeah 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 Right. That I mean, makes the sense. actual the actual sculpting itself. I mean, two, three, I guess some extreme cases, four hours uh, mm -hmm. total. But but yeah, most most figures I can do pretty quickly. I just have to actually sit down and, and you know throw myself into my work. Do you do more like more than one at a time? So would you ever do like ten customs <laughs> of the same figure? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm working. Oh, hang on. I can look at my desk right now. I've got. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have eleven figures on my desk at the moment that I'm working 11 on. Eleven Pillar oh. of Autumn Marines, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good lord, no. But all I, I work on figures simultaneously all the time, just because uh -huh. you know, while one's drying, I can paint another one, and while one is, uh, while one is drying, I can sculpt another one. It, it's just it helps with um, productivity and, and being yeah. efficient. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I'm quite interested. Um, so obviously a lot of the stuff I would stuff. Great word, Tom. Well done. Good English. <laughs> I have just completely stuff. lost You're my demoted. eloquence. Fancy stuff. <laughs> yeah. So all of the wonderful figures that you make, um, <laughs> obviously you try to keep them in line with the way that Mega works. So I assume that when it comes to a lot of the um, armor, obviously you sculpt the new sculpting on top of pieces that existed beforehand. Um, but I was looking through, and obviously you've done some characters like Foridus, who has got a weapon that we haven't got in mega format. So how do you start when there's not really a base to start from, if that makes sense? Like, where would you go? Yeah, that's, no, that's do you, like, awesome cut um, things up? Where, where does with, that start? With Voridus, he's the one with the uh, hand cannon, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Right. With Voridus, um, I was actually, wow, that's a really interesting figure. Um, I had sculpted grenades onto his back. It took, it was horrible trying to find reference photos for that. <laughs> but I, I sculpted grenades onto his back. 
and then I had fit a peg piece for him to hold on to inside of. Uh, is anybody familiar with the side turrets of a falcon? Yes. Yeah. I took one of those and flipped it upside down and removed the barrel, and I stuck a peg inside of. Uh, I hollowed it out, and I stuck a peg on the inside, and then I inserted his arm into the cannon, and I ran a chain belt from the gun to his back. Bruh. Mm. So there are some that is neat. Get creative. That is really cool. Have there been any other instances of things like that you think people would find interesting, like taking pre-existing parts and manipulating the way you use them in ways that people wouldn't expect? Um, I'm not, I'm not too sure. There's definitely been cases of, um, like how I've made certain pieces and people ask and I tell them, they're like, that is not how I expected you to do that at all. <laughs> yeah. Like with, um, with my Halo 2 Anniversary Elites, the way I made the helmet was from a Halo 4 Zealot helmet. Oh, wow. And I completely oh. removed, I completely removed the uh, plating on the neck and yeah. the uh, mandible guards that, that cover the entirety of the face. And really all I needed to have was the, the top portion where the peg goes into the Elite's head mold. And everything else on the helmet was freehand sculpted with green stuff. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> That's cool. Bravo. I really like that. Yeah, thank like you, taking you, things you. and repurposing it. That's awesome. Um, so I kind of feel like I've gone back into interrogation mode. I've got a couple of other things no, I was going to ask. No, I'm all open for questions. <laughs> cool, it, cool. it gives me joy being able to talk about what I do with people other than my mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to hear that, man. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, and she doesn't care that much, right? She's just, she's just proud of you. Yeah, she just listens and gives me up mm-hmm, every once yeah. in a while. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I've heard really that many times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So obviously, I'm looking through, and you've got loads and loads of really cool things. Like one thing I'm staring at right now is the grenadier with the energy sword through his chest, which is just yes. That incredible. was a, that was an original idea I had for Halloween. That cool. energy sword is fully removable, actually. Oh wow, that's awesome. Oh. So you saying that was an original idea leads very nicely into what I was going to ask. Actually, it's almost as if you read my mind. Um, when it comes <laughs> to your original ideas, um. What kind of sources of inspiration do you look at? So a good example for me, um, when it comes to toy photography, people like more shots really inspire me. And I look at amazing. Yeah, he does really cool stuff. So are there any people out there who you kind of look at and who you get inspiration from or like sources of artwork or things like that? I can. So back in 2016, when I first made my G Customs Creations page on Instagram, um, I had tried my hand at making a superposable or a, a articulated brute chieftain figure. Yeah. Um, I got the idea for, uh, for that from a very, very, very well-known customizer on the uh, Facebook community uh, named uh, Yarkane Abattoir. Yes. Okay. He is one of the most brilliant customizers I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. That I mean, when, mm-hmm. when we were speaking earlier about um, where, you know, how I got into this hobby. He is the guy that I always looked at his customs and was just, my jaw dropped at how he was able to make 
such detailed figures out of you know the basic mega construct stuff um so uh, there are there like my original ideas such as you know energy sword through a grenadier spartan um (laughs) that one was uh there's a lot of like fan art or concept art and often even in cutscenes, you see the idea for that one was emil getting killed by a zealot just hit me straight in the feels (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, that energy sword went straight through his abdomen. Yeah. So I, I looked at a figure, and I kind of thought about it. It was like, okay, well, there's a peg that goes in the bottom where the legs attach, and there's two pegs on the side where the arms attach, which means the center of the figure should be completely open. So I dremeled through the torso of the figure, and then I stuck an energy sword inside, and say la vie. Then that <laughs> That's, cool. that's awesome yeah there's something really- there's something so amazing and unique about custom figures because not only is it amazing to see but i think it also kind of gives back to the community in a way that they can get these figures that aren't sold and it's something kind of personalized in a way that yeah. obviously mega can't do so i've Absolutely. i've always appreciated that 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 amazing uniqueness that you guys bring because i think it really kind of adds such a rich flavor to all of the mega construct world no that that is definitely one of my favorite parts of my job is um there's one guy that comes to mind specifically that it's it's just something that makes me really appreciative of what i'm able to do Uh, his name is harrison and his little brother plays the games with him all the time and his favorite game is halo reach and uh harrison had contacted me and he said hey my little brother's birthday is coming up and he's in love with Mega Constructs, and I think it would be the coolest thing ever if he had his own Mega Constructs figure. And I said, absolutely, and I went ahead, and I made his little brother's figure from Halo Reach, and I, I sent it to him, and uh, from what I've been told, he liked it a lot. But it's definitely it's amazing seeing the reactions from people that collect just like I do, but then they have something that they can identify with that it's them. Like it is literally what they look like in the game and it's personal to them. And the idea that I can help create things that, you know, people are dreaming of is one of the best parts of it. I mean, I do Mm -hmm. question and answers and I do, you know, I post on my Instagram story, what do you all want me to make? Um, So I, I do try to be very involved in the community and take suggestions from the people that follow me. But that's I, awesome. I mean, making people's custom characters and, and bringing that to life for, for someone is that's one of the best parts about what I do. I think it's nice as well, because you kind of you get that energy and that buzz from people when you give them that item and you see kind of their face light up and everything. But equally, that's the kind of passion and enthusiasm that you put into this. And I yeah. know that um when we were talking before recording tonight, you were so hyped to just talk about what you do for work. And I think that that love and that passion for what you're doing really goes into it. And that lends itself um, a lot to the kind of work that you put out and a lot of the work that we all love. Um, So in that kind of regard, because it's something else that we spoke about as well, I wonder if maybe um, you could give us a little flavor of what might be on the horizon in the future. Ah, you want you you want secrets. <laughs> uh, I can tell yes, you, I do have I have a Halo Legends Kelly figure. Um, all of the white has been applied. I just need to do the details. 
Uh, I have a Yutsei Tom figure to pair with my Entho Soroam from Halo 3. Yeah. So he's on the horizon. I have a Hayabusa, a Halo 3 Hayabusa in all new articulation. Uh, This is actually featuring one of our 3D printed helmets. Uh, it's, oh, better size. it's better sized for Mega Constructs' uh, new articulation, so uh, definitely look out for that one. I've got uh, plenty of Halo Reach figures, um, and then I have, a, I have a special, I have a certain special character who's going to be featured in the next coming title to post after the uh, Xbox event. I think you all will enjoy. Ooh. He's mean, he's green, he's a machine. <laughs> <laughs> you had our Robot. attention, but now you have our curiosity. <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. Um, so I have, I have one more one more thing to highlight, I guess. Do you have any other questions, guys? You wanna um, you guys wanna bring up before we close the show? I'm good. Uh, I think I'm good. One thing I'll I will offer before before we close up. Um, yeah. If any of you guys, I mean, I, I'm not sure how into the games you are, but if you ever want, um, you know, a little miniature version of what you look like, I would totally be down i'd be all for making you all um a couple figures if you if you're interested that'd be fantastic that's amazing thank you so much yeah um yeah thank you for that offer um i do want to i do want to highlight we'll we'll definitely take you up on that (laughs) go for it i want to highlight i've been staring at this thing your greek spartan 117 this guy Ah. is amazing (laughs) yeah that's another halloween idea i had yeah well so that was your idea or is it that was a commission uh, no, that was, yeah, that was just something I wanted to, so every Halloween and every Christmas, I do try to do holiday-themed figures of some sort. So, like mm-hmm. how Tom mentioned the um, the Grenadier with an energy sword through it, that was uh, Halloween of last year, I believe. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I tried to do a few, so I think um, the year before that is when I did the, the Greek Spartan 117. Um, He's very good. Is it from a Kratos body, or is it a yes. body custom? It is a Kratos body with mm-hmm. Spartan uh, Mark VI boots, forearms, and a, a, a helmet, obviously. Yeah. But um, I had I I'm actually in real life also very intrigued by um, by the history of the Greeks and and of the Spartans and the Romans and I mean I I find it extremely interesting and even in uh, what is it I I can't remember if it's Halo Legends or the Fall of Reach where they they teach the trainees or the, they teach the children of yeah. um, the tactics they used in ancient war. Mm-hmm. Fall yeah. of Rage. Yeah, that's and such a cool sequence. Something, something about seeing that made me think what it would be like to make a Spartan Spartan. So oh, I, I went ahead and I, I sculpted the helmet and I made a shield. That shield's actually made out of a jackal shield. Yeah, um, I can see it. I, I don't know. I kind of just threw myself at that one, and, and when it was finished, I was pretty happy with it. It's very good. Very That's good. Cool. Little three hundred there. <laughs> so what you're saying is, you know, um, you know, we are obviously focused on Halo, and we've talked about the other stuff you do. Is like you can you can do pretty much anything which is which is great and and that's very empowering i'm sure for you and for fans to know that you're out there um that you can you know make their dreams come true right and 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 uh, i certainly create, hope so create what anything yeah. uh anything that people can come up with which is fantastic and um yeah we appreciate all the good work you're doing out there for the fans um and we Thank hope you. that uh, you continue to do best. it yeah Definitely. Yeah, this is this is something I mean, when I started doing this when I was about 12 years old, I had I had no idea that 
it would bring me to, you know, 8,000 people that enjoy what I do or, or that I'd have a figure in the Halo Museum or that I'd meet the voice of Master Chief. I, <laughs> all, all of this has happened. I mean, the last two years is where it's really taken off and it has been, it's been amazing. And I, I could have never guessed that all of this would come from me enjoying painting, you know, tiny yeah. mega constructs figures. And mm-hmm. it's, it's honestly, it's surreal. And I do hope that I can keep doing this for many years to come because mm. with the release of infinite, I mean, I don't, I don't want to toot my own horn, but things are going to explode. <laughs> I've got so nice. many hopes for infinite. I am very excited. I've got big plans. Nice. Yeah, that's what we a lot of us hear. do. Well, wow. your well, your your work speaks for itself, and your success is definitely well earned. Yeah, definitely. I I just wanted to end by saying it's been really nice after something like five or eight years finally getting to actually chat to you, Gabe, and Absolutely. hear so much about your work and everything that goes into it. And I think just from this conversation alone, your real, like I say, passion and enthusiasm for what you're doing irradiates and it's infectious. I've just been sat here smiling at some of the answers you've been saying because it's clear that you really, really love what you're doing. So I really hope that you get to continue doing it because you're doing fantastic work. And I'm sure that we will have you on the show again in the future because it's been such a blast for all of us getting to chat to you as well about it. I I would definitely be all for coming on the show again. It, it's been amazing being able to talk with you all about what I do. It it gives me a lot of joy uh, talking with other Halo fans that are that are interested in in learning a little bit more. And I I'm very appreciative that you all invited me on. It's been a great time, and I'm I hopefully was able to share some things that people wanted to know and um, you know give a little more information about what it what exactly it means to cust- be a customizer of Mega Constructs figures. Yeah, well, we we need to get the three of you together to do some stuff because we got a photography guy, we got the guy that makes stuff, <laughs> then we got the stuff that puts stuff in motion. You guys can you do something. Just date and yeah. a time, and I am there. <laughs> there we go. There are lots of good ideas brewing in my head right now. I'm just the guy that hit, that uh, talks, you know, talks. You're the boss. You're the boss. You're our like guy in the chair who coordinates everything. I just make the notes. That's about it. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the show. Thank you for joining Builds with Blocks. Uh, if you like the show, please feel free to support us, uh, Podcast Evolved, on Patreon. Until next time, we have Tom, we have Matt, and very special guest Gabe. Thank you so much. Uh, G Customs Creations, check out his Instagram um, and his Facebook. And we will talk to you next time. Evolved. 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 Evolved.